Welcome to Ex Libris On Air and the stories behind the stories of today's literature and their authors. Greetings for Ex Libris On Air. This is J. Douglas Barker. The book is titled Monsters to the Monsters of My Past. Uh, that's not me saying that. That's the author who joins me from California, Cameron Cruz. Welcome, Cameron. Hello, Jay. Thank you for having me. You have an interesting background. You don't look like a uh, person that's had a lot of life experience. I mean, you know, you're not in my age category, which is 104. But uh, you have uh, studied in Europe. Uh, you're from Texas originally and have found your way to California. This book is, uh, how would you describe it? I would describe it as really what it says on the back. You know, this is my heartbreak diary that for me was a place of solace throughout high school and university and kind of the scary time after graduation that anything that I felt there was a weight on my heart, I would find myself, you know, on my computer, just writing poems, trying to process whatever had happened. Hmm. So to me, it was kind of a place of solace. Uh, would you describe your early childhood and uh, your personality? And, and I'm not meaning to uh, to uh, probe too deeply, but this uh, this book could be considered as sort of somber. Your poetry. Uh, were you melancholy as a, a young adult? No, I think the funny part is is that I kind of saved all of that for the book. There were definitely things in my life that were tough and hard to go through, but I also think that. They were things that required a lot of growth that made me to the person I am. And kind of having the book and being able to write through it and reflect on all of it made me appreciate all that had happened and just grateful for the life that I did have, no matter what was thrown my way. So you would consider it really a, a, the outcome of, uh, of your experiences as positive uh, because of, uh, of uh, how you've dealt with uh, life experiences? Yes, absolutely. I wouldn't change anything because I'm so happy where I am now. Fabulous. You have uh, 144 pages, which is a fairly ambitious uh, effort. This is also a launching uh, board, if I can use that term, uh, to a desire to be a, an author that writes more than just this one book. Uh, would that be also correct? Yes, absolutely. I've got a couple other projects in the works right now. Fabulous. You, how long did it take? This is you've reflected in this poetry release. You say it really covers a larger area or larger period of time than just a few months or something of that nature. Did you keep a diary? And is this from a diary or from personal notes that you you have retained? Yes, this actually is my diary. Hmm. I started it when I was sixteen and. I had another diary alongside it that wasn't written in verse, but the book itself was its own diary that I just kept coming back to. And once I would write a couple paragraphs in my other journal and what was happening, I'd go back and add in a poem once I'd kind of concluded those feelings. And how would you describe the style? Is it um, some write prose poetry? What would you describe your poetry as? It's a bit all over the place. You can definitely tell that I'm a young writer that hasn't really found her niche yet. There's some in there that, you know, have the classic rhyme schemes, but then there's some that's just straight prose and I'm writing from my heart. So it's kind of a bit of everything. There's something in there for everyone, but also the styles just completely change. 
Your book also Not has sketches has sketches in it. Are those something that you created or someone else? No, I was so lucky. One of my very best friends from university, Cassie Legg, actually illustrated them for me. And when I kind of solidified the book deal and got word that I could choose my own illustrator, she was my first call. So it was a lot of fun being able to do this creative process together. And she got the final manuscript and then got back to me with these amazing images that are so special and personal because she knows me so well. So she created this character that kind of goes through everything. And I, I love that her work's in there with mine. It makes it so special. You've shared your heart and your experience, but you did you also, I, I think from uh, looking at some of the notes, your brother, was he also included in some of the poetry here? Yes, absolutely. So he was really my very best friend and closest person to me. And then just out of the blue passed away when I was 22. And a lot of these were me just finding solace through writing and trying to connect to him. And then I'd found his journal that actually had a couple poems in there. And I even went in and stole one of them and put it in my book and added my own little quip at the end, which I think he would have appreciated. Uh, that's a very tough experience for anyone to uh, to endure. Your style, do you have your book, if you have your, your works uh, close by, maybe sharing a passage or two would uh, would help inspire the listener. Do you have anything that uh, really is sort of a, a recap of what you think is a good essence of your style? Yes, let me find one. I'll share this one called I'll Take You Grief Monster, and it's the final poem in the book where I'm discussing my grief. And I think it sums up the book's conclusion that these tough times do happen, but I'm grateful for the pain because of where it's gotten me and everything that came with it. So this one is called, I'll take you grief monster. Hmm. It says my new favorite antagonist can be quite the arrogant asshole. He loves putting me through pain and making daily life a hassle. I can feel his shadow when he's coming, and he always arrives with a smile. I quickly lock the door, aware we'll need privacy for a while. On days when I need to be happy, the grief monster lets me turn him away. Though he always returns at some point, plans never canceled, just delayed. He plays painful memories in my head and likes to see me in tears. He watches me scream out in agony with an evil smirk. Tears. Grief monster reminds me what he has replaced. And although his presence proves its setting, I choose his heart-wrenching company over the emptiness of forgetting. Beautiful. And what what do you yeah. what do you hope to to achieve when you sh- share this? Besides uh, the fact that you are now an authoress of uh, of this work, there must be something else you maybe on a very personal level want to achieve in sharing this. I hope that this book gives comfort and a voice to people who have experienced similar emotions but have kept them private because I know myself I think when people first meet me they think that I've had this amazing life and things have been really easy which is not true at all and what led me to publish the book was that I kept finding myself kind of sending these poems to my friends who would reach out to me and explain what they were going through and were kind of seeking comfort and wanted to know that somebody else had experienced it as well. And I would go through and kind of send them the poems that I'd written whenever I'd gone through something as well. 
um, of a similar nature. And then I just kind of realized if this is helping the people I care about, I'd love to put it out there. And if my vulnerability gives strength to someone else, then the goal of this book will be met. Admirable, admirable uh, desire and uh, and passion that you're sharing. Is there anything uh, about this that would make it stand out from the crowd besides that it's uh, really a, a glance into your personality and to your heartstrings? And uh, is there anything besides that that you think makes this book uh, something special that should be in the reader's library and uh, should be one that they access on a regular basis? I think that it stands apart in just how deeply vulnerable it is. It's just my conscious flow of thought. And I think a lot of times when you read something this raw, it's often hidden under a different character or work of fiction. But I think that the power of this book comes from that. These are all lived and experienced and authentic in the way that they're portrayed and how they affected me. That I think having this as something to read will make people realize that it's just better to talk about what you're going through and be honest with how you're feeling rather than hiding it away. Because once you kind of acknowledge the pain and hard times you've gone through, then you're able to put them past you and grow through them. Yes. What was the response from family and friends who, uh, did they know that you were experiencing these uh, dramatic feelings? Some of them. Some of them, I think people definitely knew that I was going through grief and that there were things that I was experiencing emotionally that I couldn't really talk about, but was definitely coming with the loss of my brother. And then I think a lot of these, starting with when I was younger with my family, it was kind of more private. So no one really knew what was going on in my house, though there was definitely some kind of issue, but I don't think to the extent it was public knowledge. And then all of the relationship and kind of existential crisis poems, I think that that was all just really private, that I was trying to work through myself rather than have it be something that people knew about. The book has been described as a young girl's heartbreak diary written over a course of eight years. So there was a time period that all of these uh, thoughts and feelings, the innermost contemplations of your heart, were assembled. What do you hope will happen with this book? Do you think it will lay the groundwork for your other ideas, and are they also going to be poetry? No, they're actually not. I love poetry, and it's something that I've always been drawn to. But, you know, when this book was going to be published and I kind of was in shock that I was going to have a book deal and be a published author. I never thought that it was going to be an end game kind of, kind of thing. I never thought that this one book would go out and then I would get set up with, you know, a career for the rest of my life as a writer. I know that I'm going to have to continue working really hard and doing various things to continue to support myself. But I hope that this book is something that continues to inspire me to keep doing this and that, Every time I hear someone reach out and say they've appreciated it, it just kind of fuels me to go on and continue sharing these vulnerable things and just writing for people's comfort. So I think that I would love to have this just be the first thing that I do. And then if people enjoy this work, maybe they want to buy another poetry book I work, but then maybe they'll recognize my name and want to do these other, and read these other books I'm working on that are not necessarily in rhyme. The description on the back uh, talking about the title to The Monsters of My Past is a story told in verse of the struggles, heartbreaks, losses, and triumphs that Cruz comes to appreciate as she moves on by leaving her pain on the page. Beautifully put. 
the book again to the monsters of my past. My guest author, who's joined me from California, Cameron Cruz. Cameron, my listeners need to get a copy of this. How do they do so? They can find it online on Amazon, Ex Libris, or Barnes & Noble, or you can buy it on IndieBound to your favorite local bookstore. Excellent. I also understand you are working or have a, uh, a contact webpage. What is that address? Yes, I have a blog at CameronCruz.wordpress.com, and then I also have a poetry Instagram account that is at CamJCruz. And Cameron is spelled C-A-M-E-R-O-N, and Cruz, just like it sounds, C-R-E-W-S. Cameron, look forward to visiting with you in the future. I have a, a feeling that we'll have uh, more conversations like this and that your books will become prolific, hopefully for your sake and for ours. I appreciate your time today. Thank you so much, Jay. It was great talking with you. I really appreciate you making the time to interview me. Well, honored to visit with you, Cameron, for Ex Libris On Air. This is Jay. Douglas Barker.